0: never had anything to do with that kind of fraternity again. I won't. It's just, as I say, I don't want to get on my own. It's not your scene, though. It's not your scene. And I I said then to Eileen, I'm not going to be an artist or or, I'm not going to be their kind of artist. I'm going to be an artist who helps people and teaches people and does work that I want to do.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 106 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
0: And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hi. Happy Christmas, Steve. Happy
1: Christmas. It's Boxing Day when people are listening to I this. I know,
0: but, but, but we're not recording it on Boxing Day. I'm not sure that uh, I'll be in a fit enough state Boxing Day to record. <laughs> so, but we've done it just, just prior to Christmas, Christmas just, Eve. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> That's right. So we're looking forward to Christmas and you've all enjoyed it by Enjoy now. Enjoy it
1: and st- could probably still enjoying it. Oh, I'm sure. As you're listening to this. I shall be, that's for sure. Yeah. Good. And you uh, you feeling Christmassy?
0: Uh, I am, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's been the last few days... As always before Christmas, you have that uh, last minute rush. Oh, did we get this? Did we get that? Did we get that? You know, well, we need some of them. So, Eileen so popped out today. We did most of the, uh, the big stuff yesterday, but Eileen just popped out today and got a couple of things.
1: There's always things that you have oh, to rush out to get.
0: I'm sure people all over the world will sympathize with that good good but otherwise no i am looking forward to it now it's all done now it's all done yeah i can't do anything about it now so now we can just sit back and uh, enjoy the festivities excellent
1: well i hope everyone out there had a good christmas as you'll be listening to this mm. afterwards and um we did our live Q A uh last sunday didn't we No, it yeah, was fun wasn't it it was a lot of fun it went well it did. Um,
0: Considering, I mean, week before this, Steve had said to me, we're going to do this. I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, can we practice it? No, not really. He said, we've just got to switch it on and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was okay. I mean, we, obviously, the next one's going to be very, very much better because you've learned an awful lot. Uh, but I think it was great fun. It seems that people enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and still enjoying it now.
0: Yes, that's right, because it's that was great that they recorded that wasn't it yeah it gives chance for people to see it after the event
1: yeah yeah so um, thanks for everyone's feedback on that and uh all your nice comments about it it was really good and uh more of those coming in the new year oh yes pleased to say good so uh good okay so uh let's dive on to some questions this week first one is from avraham uh hello are pastel pencils considered a soft pastel or hard pastel? I love your sight and what you were doing there. Start off with a simple one for you, Dad.
0: Yep, yeah, that's nice and simple. They're, they're really considered a hard pastel. Um, if you think about it, if you're putting pastel into uh, a pencil, in the centre of a pencil, it's got to stand up to a certain amount of punishment, you know, when you uh, sharpen it and so on. And also, when you, you press down on it, it's going to need to be quite strong. So they construct it that way. Actually, the, uh, the Derwin pencil, which people know that I've um, uh, commented on many times, that's a softer pencil. And that is typical, really, of um, a pastel pencils that's slightly too soft, because when you sharpen that, it breaks.
1: Right, of course, yeah. So it a,
0: Yes, it breaks, and this is one of the big problems we've got with it. Uh, the other problem is that it does tend to crumble a bit. Carbothello, in a way, they did. Uh, they used to have, um, not all, I mean, I'm not saying they all did that, but occasionally you'd get one that would crumble away. Mm. So the, when Faber-Castell produced those, theirs, they made the lead a little bit harder. And although it took me uh, a few weeks to get r- over that, having used a softer Carbothello, I did actually prefer it in the end, and I much, much prefer them now. You kind of... The, the 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 techniques that we have and that we adopt, I don't think would be possible in other makes of pastel pencil. Really? I wouldn't have the confidence in them, no. no. Right. Not to do all the things that I do. Mm. You know, you can imagine that you're... You're halfway through a picture, and you're relying on the pencil to perform, and suddenly it breaks on you, or it, or it does something that very weird and wonderful. Um, it can be pretty off-putting. Mm. Then you haven't got confidence in it, then, and then you start thinking, "Oh, well, this is going to happen." You'll be again.
1: lighter because you, yeah, of course, because yeah. you can press harder naturally, can't you? That's with right. the with the harder pencil, you've got the confidence That's to push right. harder.
0: So you're talking about a hard a hard pencil. Uh, however, even um, I have said in the past that you have, even though it's hard, you have a silky feel to it. It's quite a unique product. Mm. Uh, I I still um, think that it is a marvel. uh, It was a marvelous thing to introduce to the painting community. Mm. It really has made such a difference Mm. to amateur work as well as professional work.
1: Good answer. Thanks, Dad. That's and true. thanks Abraham for sending in the question uh next one is from Sue now on a few podcasts ago I don't know how many it was but quite a few ago Sue sent in a question um about uh I don't know how to say this and I don't think I knew how to say it then a guy Geisley G-I-C-L-E-E Geekly Ge- Geis- oh, geesely right. prints or Geekly prints that, oh, you know right, she wants to get some to prints yes, done that's right she said uh hi steve i thought i'd just let you know that i'm very impressed with the print that i ordered of one of my drawings the colors of the print uh and the quality of the paper are fantastic it was printed from a scan that i sent to them so there was no messing uh so no messing around with sending the original and the delivery was next day
0: that's excellent.
1: If you require any more information, let me know. So,
0: right, spell it out again, Steve, for people:
1: G I C L E E. Right, so it's like mm. Giclee. Well, I,
0: I went on the internet and found, um, you know, the the service, the
1: information we sent
0: to Sue. That's right. So, I think people uh, should have a have a crack at that. I've got no uh, knowledge of it personally, but uh, well, I would certainly consider if we. Do go down the print road. i would consider it
1: well it's something that um if people are interested in uh either i think sue's obviously she's a member so she's on the community so people you know just get mm. in touch um post, post a question and get the information out there and uh if people want the information we can ask sue mm. and publish these, these it out are, as a blog great
0: things aren't they steve when when the the members come up with these things it, it, it's wonderful to uh, we are able then to pass it on and share it
1: yeah yeah absolutely great
0: keep them coming folks
1: good so thanks sue uh next one is a bit of a long one so bear with me it's from sherry um we've done the um the blog recently on the base colors layering colors on top of each other to reach sort of a desired color in in the process and it's gone down so well we've had so much feedback uh, on it, and this is from Sherry. Uh, this is just the type of information I was hoping you would provide, Colin. As a new member to your site, I've been enjoying going back and listening to your podcast for tips. I've taken your advice and started working with you on some of the projects, which have been very informative and enjoyable. It feels like you are right here with me, answering my questions and keeping me company. But when I try to do my own pictures, I really struggle with getting the colors right. Your tutorial on how you decide the colors to decide the colors to use and how to layer colors was extremely helpful. I would definitely appreciate more information on how to create colours and textures through layering, especially on animals like the reddish tan one. It was also helpful to see the colours you choose for the tongue and compare the colours that I chose for the dog's tongue I'm currently working on. Seeing you going through your process of choosing colours made me realise I was on the right track with my work. Thank you again for all you do, uh, for all you do to help all of us amateurs who are trying to improve sharing. It's
0: a pleasure. and It's also a pleasure to get that kind of feedback too. That's terrific.
1: Um, well, there's there's going to be a lot more coming out yeah. to do with these. We've got Absolutely. so many ideas, listeners, uh, mm. based off of the idea of Color Harmony, which we spoke about quite a lot recently. Mm. Um, so there'll be blogs coming on that will mm. be explaining that as well.
0: Yes, I can't wait to get into the new year now because I'm going to be intermitting. Is that right? Intermittent? Yeah.
1: Intermitting. <laughs> inter-mitting? <laughs> Is it a verb? <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> I'm good.
0: <laughs> uh, it is now I, I might have invented a new word there so. <laughs> no but between um my projects which uh, obviously i'm really keen to get cracking at but also i'm going to uh, also produce these uh, color mixing blogs and color harmony the, you think the two things go together they do certainly but there are a separation there Mm. The colour mixing itself is the thing that we're going to be concentrating. But we'll also be introducing, again, another blog, which would be Colour Harmony. So you've got the two. And you'll be able to put the two together yourself. Yeah. And uh, it sounds really good. We've, we've uh, been talking about this only today.
1: Exactly, Steve. yeah. Uh, the ideas fact, are we, still coming. We had coming. a little brainstorming
0: session, didn't we, mum, Steve and I. Uh, today and uh, we come up with some really great ideas.
1: Mm, these are going to be great references, reference mm. sheets that you can keep handy mm. uh, and learn from. Um, mm.
0: It might so. even be worth even thinking, Steve, uh, if just off the top of my head here. Maybe making a, a section of color mix. You know, as a as a section, put put everything together as
1: on a, our membership site. Mm, or on the
0: membership site, yeah, uh, as something like that. If you know, we've got a few of them. If we produce half a dozen or so, or ad infinitum we could perhaps put them together so people can refer if they have any problem i'm hoping to cover as many as i possibly can of different mm. colors
1: mm. well this is uh this is another one we've got here actually from marty based off the same uh topic uh, the color mix blog was wonderful it explained a lot to me about the use of pastel pencils could you do the same thing with cooler colors the blues and the greens and the cool grays that's from marty absolutely
0: that's that, that's uh, top of the list now
1: excellent um and actually it's just got this this is live this is we've just literally had a, a comment on the the layering colors blog. So this is fresh off the press from John Parker. Hi, Colin and Steve. I know this is going to be great help to me as I also struggle with color mixing when doing my own paintings. I've been asked to do a dog portrait for my daughter's mother-in-law over the Christmas break and have been a bit worried as to what colors I should use. So thanks to this reference chart, I feel more confident in tackling the project with hopefully good results. Frank, for all that. thanks for all the help and guidance you give. And may I say that becoming a member of Colin Bradley art is the best value for money purchase I've ever made. That's fantastic. Thanks, John. Isn't that that's great? just Five. come through. What,
0: what good timing.
1: <laughs> that came through about seven minutes ago, just as I checked my emails. Well, that's great. So, brilliant. Um, there you go. Uh, the next question we have is from Adan. Hi, Colin. I have a question about carbon trace paper. When I trace the picture to the pastel paper, it's hard to erase some lines. And after I use the pastel pencils, some dark lines come out. Uh, maybe I need a special pencil for that. Tell me, how do you trace your paintings?
0: Well, I use trends, Trace Down now, you know, our. Trace our, Down. I yeah. did. But I used to use carbon. I used to use a black carbon. I had a high quality black carbon, and I, I didn't have a problem. But I didn't have a problem because I knew how to use it. You've got to know how to use these. How do you use it? Well, what you do is you set it up as you would normally do. You set up your line drawing, if you've done it on, on square drawing, you set that up again. and put that on top of your drawing paper, in our case, the en grey pastel paper, with a flap at the top so you can lift it and put it back again. And in between that, you put the black carbon, carbon side down. Okay, so we have our line drawing and, you know, the outline drawing on the grid.
1: Yes, drawing. yes that you've and used then, with the dis- yep. square
0: drawing, yeah. And then we have the carbon. In this case, it was a black carbon and it was carbon side down that was on top of the grey paper. Are you with me?
1: Yes. And we had layers. the
0: flap. The flap is the key to this. Just along the top edge. Right along. The, you've got to be careful with this. This is something I used to have a problem with my students. They used to just put a little bit of tape on the top. And I said, you know, that's going to wobble around a bit.
1: So do. your drawing, will you'll have lines all over the place. You would do.
0: It wouldn't go back, you see, if you lifted it up and put it back. Or it could move slightly. So it's best to make Ooh. sure that you tape it right along the top edge. I think they were being a bit tight with their their, mask their masking tape, tape. <laughs> a bit stingy. But, but, yes. Um, anyway, so once you've got that in place, then you start the drawing. Now I used to use it and always did use and still do use an HB pencil
1: for the for transfer. the transfer. Uh,
0: you can use a pen. You know,
1: you could use a could you use pen. a pen? Would the dark line be too dark as it goes through?
0: well the problem with a pen is it's it's a bit thick yeah with a with an HB pencil you can get a, quite a fine point on it so you don't have to press hard this is the key to this i'm coming to it in a minute so what you then do is you make a couple of strokes don't drew do the whole thing just make a couple of strokes and then lift your flap up lift your carbon. so up. the the, the See,
1: reference picture is taped isn't it it's just a reference picture is taped but but
0: yes the reference picture you've drawn you've drawn you've drawn it out onto the uh the square drawing yeah okay or freehand if you're clever okay so that that's that's then taped on top of the uh your drawing paper then in between you put the carbon it's obvious really if you think about it you've got to do it that way how are you going to transfer it otherwise you lift the flap up, lift the carbon up, and then you check your line. If it's too dark, you think, whoops, I now I've hard. got to make it lighter. If it's not dark enough, you then uh, put a little more pressure on. See what I mean? So you can judge it that way. And then I would do, and this is always the advice I gave to my classes, check it again and again and again, several times through the process of transferring by doing that because you can sometimes get lost in your picture you know you suddenly think oh dear i made it too strong and you will in practice get a really good uh indelible line now that's absolutely right once that line goes on and it's carbon you can't get it off very easily you can if you use a hard rubber, you can. But, of course, by doing that, you'll... Rubbing the to paper away the paper. before you've even put any That's pastel right. on. So it's not really... Can, can be counterproductive, that. But I never had a problem. I always managed to do it okay. Where you've got something like a portrait, a human portrait, where you're using very light colours on the skin, say, or a white cat or a white dog or white, any white animal, you got to be careful because the colour, the carbon line will show through. So if you're doing a picture like that, again, you have to be mindful of it. and Think, okay, now I won't press quite so hard. I'll make it trace. You see, if you think about it, it's better to have a light trace, something you can see, and then go over that with um, uh, an F pencil. It's ideal.
1: That you can rub out.
0: Yes, just afterwards, because you can get it. A lot of this now has been altered because we used the trace down. That is a graphite. Uh, carbon and can be easily erased, so that won't it won't happen if you use the trace and it won't happen
1: i've got a few questions then um firstly if you're does the same thing apply if you're printing out your line drawings from a printer hmm. and you and it's a white animal hmm. do you adjust the line drawing off your computer just to hmm. make it really faint
0: this is the easy one really because what you can do is you can just print it print it off onto your computer right, uh, it, save it in your, in your picture file or whatever file you want to pay, save it in, and then look at it. Uh, if Oh, and you could even print one off on cartridge paper just to see how it turned out. Uh, if it was too dark, you can lighten it slightly.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very to brightness. The brightening,
0: yes. You go onto the brightening tool and you can make it a little lighter. So you should be able to get it exactly
1: how you want it. The other thing you can just do is print it on cartridge paper and then use Trace Down.
0: Yes, you could do that.
1: And go over it. Absolutely. So then the next question I've got is, this is using a black carbon. Mm-hmm. Go back a bit mm-hmm. further. Yep. What's the difference between colours of carbons?
0: Oh, gosh. Well, you remember I said right from the beginning, good quality black carbon. Now, if you use a bad quality black carbon, and, and there are a few around, they are absolutely awful. Why? In what way? It's, well, it's the quality, Steve. The quality, it's, it's, it's thick and black. Uh, I have a couple around somewhere.
1: But what does it do to the picture then? is that, it's just it, it,
0: it, it makes it too dark, much, much too dark.
1: Oh, really? The actual
0: line is far too dark. Ah. And the other thing about it, because it's a, a, a poor quality, it will smudge. If you put the pastel on, you can actually smudge that carbon. It, it kind of is an indelible, I said it would be, and it is indelible, but yeah. you can still smudge the carbon. The carbon will still move. The but carbon line would still move.
1: Right. But you can get other colours of carbon, can't you? You can.
0: That's another thing you can do. I prefer the, the black myself. But what's but the difference?
1: Use,
0: blue carbon is a nightmare. That smudges.
1: But is there a reason why they... Uh, there must be a reason why you would use that, a blue carbon.
0: Yes, in, in typing. Oh, I see. These are typist carbons. See, see they weren't designed for us, Stevie. We pinched
1: them. See, this is the thing. See, I'm. I, I do remember typewriters, but... Not, um, many, not many not
0: many younger people would. No. would they?
1: <laughs> so so this is like turning out to be the history of carbons. But yes. what about there's is there a white carbon as well?
0: Uh, there is but that wouldn't do that wouldn't work. No. I, I mean not really. You could use it. I mean I, I mean I wouldn't say that I'm only ever giving advice on based on my own experiences. Mm. And as we know from our listeners have sent in all these different various things they do they've all got their own ideas and that's great and i think you should experiment and uh, this is how i got to where i am here by experimenting so what? no reason why you can't do that there's a red carbon as well and there's probably a green carbon <laughs> but a good quality black carbon would be the best one to use but i've got to tell you they're not easy to find now
1: yeah well it's, but the graphite Trace down carbon. Hmm. Why does that work so well?
0: Oh, that's, that's, well, that works because it's a graphite uh, has been placed onto it. I see. It's a process that trace down to. Uh, that, it's a better carbon, but a more expensive way of doing it because it doesn't last very long. You probably only get about five trace downs, reasonable ones, out of it.
1: Five pictures out. Five of, pictures, yeah, out of uh, one yes. carbon.
0: I would think so. Yes.
1: Hmm. Yes.
0: But it depends how hard you press. If you press hard, then you're going to, get, uh, you're going to take more of the graphite onto your picture, aren't you, yeah, on your course. line drawing? Yeah, I think people have to play with it. Uh, but it's still, a very, it's still a very, very good system because once you've, once you've done that, once you've put the trace down on and you've got the, the graphite mark on the back, you can then go over that to enhance it, make it a little stronger. With your F pencil,
1: and because it's graphite, you can erase that's easier. Right.
0: Yes. So you, the carbon problem that uh, Martin is talking about you won't exist. Have.
1: Okay, that's great. Okay, so use the and the same process applies with using the HB to do the transfer and then the F mm. to go over it. Mm.
0: Yeah. So if you want to just just run over that again, the HB is a sharp is a hard pencil because it's an H. Anything's H. H 2 5, They get harder and harder uh, as they go along. H for hard. <laughs> that's right. That's probably and and B for soft. That doesn't work that out. Doesn't does it work. <laughs> Someone couldn't spell. <laughs> no, no. But the, the HB is great because it's it's um, still uh, it was it's still a manageable pencil to use. So you can get it a nice sharp point, and I I uh, use that as my. A you know, tracing pencil to go through when i what i do then is use the f pencil if i want to go over the lines because the f doesn't rub out you you can go over with pastel and it doesn't move mm. you could do the same thing with, with an h pencil the problem there is h is a little more difficult to erase than the f would be see so, if you said, ooh, Oh, I've made a mistake there, you could erase an F pencil easier than you can an HB. So, this is why I'm
1: saying. That's why you use that top. This over is why I
0: p- prefer to use it. If I was just drawing, uh, sketching, I use a B pencil or a 2B pencil because they're soft and they would erase and they'll smudge too because sometimes you're doing a pencil drawing, you want to smudge it.
1: If you're just using pure graphite. That's right. Yeah. If you're doing a graphite picture, would you uh, use a whole multitude yes, of things? Absolutely. Have you done graphite pictures before?
0: Uh, yes, I have. And I've used a whole range. I've, I suppose the softest pencil I've ever used is, is a 4B. And that's quite soft.
1: It must be. But yeah. they
0: go even softer than that. Do for people to. I'm not a great pencil artist myself. Uh, I know and I've met people, professional artists, who are, and they're absolutely brilliant. Mm. I can't hold a candle to them. But uh so it's always been a means to an end with me mm. and when i first started as you know it was cartoons and really in cartoons you're not really necessarily using the shading side of it yeah because you're you're just doing the outline and then coloring it in with by uh, the watercolor or colored pencil
1: so you use the the soft colors for the shading and things like that so yes that's right that's softer exactly
0: what that's for
1: mm. Okay, interesting. I learned something new there as well. (laughs) Um, And we have another one here from Christine. Um, Hi, Conan and Steve. Really enjoyed your live broadcast. Each week you managed to bring a smile to my face with your funny camaraderie. It's not a word I use very often, but no, I know what you're no. getting at. Uh, you seem to draw us in to listen. I especially, I especially liked it when you mentioned about different materials you've tried. Uh, these last few days I've been trying Faber-Castell colouring pencils to do a picture of our dog. I'm finding they're hard to use and the fur does not seem to have the soft look to it like it does with the pastel pencils. We've been watching Portrait Artist of the Year on Sky Arts and there was a young girl using pastel pencils. The judges just dismissed them as you couldn't class them as art. I thought they should see your art, Colin.
0: <laughs> well, this is what we're up against, folks.
1: Yeah. Do you I think don't that's... care. I don't N- care. No, do you think that is a thing, though, that people don't class pastel pencils Absolutely. as art?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. They see a pencil and they think, oh,
1: that's not art. That's... You can't call yeah, that it art. It has to be a brush or something, do you think? Or
0: I... I don't really want to get into it because it, it makes me as angry as it's had made... Uh,
1: Christine, yeah. Christine, yeah. to be
0: honest, it's made, it does.
1: It's upsetting, yeah. It's it, it
0: upsets me because when you see the, the... When you hear the members' comments that we hear on a daily basis and it's all absolutely positive, you think these silly people who make these rules, well... I I, I wouldn't give them airtime, to be
1: honest. No. Let's prove them all wrong, listeners. Oh, we're going to
0: eventually. We are going to prove them wrong because um, there's a lot of snobbery in art. One of the reasons, Stevie, that I've gone down the road of teaching is because of the snobbery in art. I think I've told you this before. When I first started out, I thought, hmm, I'll be an artist, I thought, to start with, you know. And uh, within six months of me actually opening this gallery, I'd met quite a few bumptious people who thought they were the cat's whiskers, who were absolutely rubbish at what they were doing. Really? Absolutely. I walked out of an exhibition once. Really? Yeah. I, I, was, uh, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was. Um, it was in locally in Broadstairs. I was invited to a private view. Oh. And there was about oh, it was about thirty forty people in this. It was a house, actually, someone's house, and they put pencils on pictures on the wall, and they were absolutely awful. Your mum was with me, was she? Yep. Yeah. And I looked and I said, "I don't believe what I'm seeing. This is just this is just a mockery." And they were going, and the people there were were talking, you know. Oh, yes, oh, yes. No, no. Oh, hi, hi, hi. And I, I said to Eileen, after about uh, 20 minutes, I suppose, I was there for a whole evening. Yeah. I said, come on, we're going. And yeah. I walked out and never went back and never had anything to do with that kind of fraternity again. No. I won't. It's just, as I say, I don't want to get on my own. It's not your horse. scene, though. It's not No, not your no. Scene, and, it's I, not. and I said then to Eileen, I'm not going to be an artist or I'm not going to be their kind of artist. I'm yeah. going to be an artist who helps people and teaches people and does work that I want to do. Mm. I don't want to be dictated.
1: Yeah. Well, and you'd... I've
0: got many other instances which I won't go into. i had a stand up row with a young lad once, just out of college. No way. Yes, he was... He was um, we were in... A, it was, this was, again, local in, a, in the Ramsgate. And, again, I'd been invited to another private view surprisingly (laughs) Uh, but it wasn't again it wasn't long after that one it was again it was another um i think we we went there as an invitation and i thought oh i think it was young people that were young young artists who had just come out of college Mm. and this chap was so full of himself really i couldn't believe all he would talk about was himself how good he was and how he's done this right and 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 i looked at the work and thought you're not you know you really aren't that good that he thought he really thought he was. Now, when you get that kind of person, there's no way they're ever going to learn anything, ever. Mm.
1: They think they know it all. They
0: think they know it all. And I, and I, and I said to him, yeah, but what about the, you know, this kind of art? Oh, no, you don't. that's not art. And as soon as someone says that to me, that's it.
1: Yeah. They're a closed book. They don't want to, no. to know I had another
0: they? row with one, somebody in uh, Olympia. And this was a real serious row I was having with this chap. And uh, I, won't, I could tell you the story if you want, but <laughs> it's a, it, it, it still upsets me now. And the Faber-Castell representative had to come to their rescue. She had to, to say to me, Colin, uh, that's enough, you know, come away. Wow. Because him and we were going hammer and tongs. Wow. He was saying, what he was saying is people who can't draw... Have no right to even present themselves as, as an artist no. or in the art. They should just give up, Why? go away and do, you know, plough the fields or do everything they do. They should never, only true artists uh, should be allowed to exhibit and perform. I thought, oh, boy, goodness.
1: You know. Have you got that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So this was
0: his attitude, though.
1: Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, though, look at uh, look at what you've and what our members and your students mm. are achieving mm. now all over the world. Mm. Um, you've you've started almost a movement.
0: I think it's like a, a anti-establishment, movement, yeah, isn't it? A because re- a rebellion.
1: All of our members are so good and so they've got such the right attitude mm. and are so nice, uh, and not just our members. Everyone that you teach, everyone out That's there that right. we reach, um, are not like that. So yeah. that's you've started a movement. There's a wave of people that are, are mm. showing other people and mm. and, and demonstrating now, and think, as we know. And I
0: think our, our conversation here tonight, tonight is a bit deep. I know, but but it does show people where we're where we're at, what mm. we're all about, and and the reason why I uh, and an anti snob, if you like, as far as arts concerned. Mm and uh, And I'll always be that way. I much prefer the people we deal with mm. than the people of that kind of person.
1: Well, it's like you say you your little sort of saying where you say, break the rules and have fun yes, break the rules you do don't it as well. be dictated to you know do what you want to do, and that's exactly what you're mm. passing on to all mm. those others
0: so. I'm glad I didn't see that program, yeah of the year. that would really really have upset me
1: yeah, oh, I'm sure it's upset a lot of people out there as well.
0: I hope it has. I hope it has.
1: There we go. The Colin Bradley movement. <laughs> You've started it. Let's keep going, <laughs> listeners. Do do this fantastic work and uh, spread the word of, of this That's right. fantastic medium.
0: Well, just out of a, 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 a sideways step here, you posted that uh, attractive puppy, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And this morning Stephen showed me. He put it on I Draw and Paint It, which was uh, is a, a, a t- very, very website. good yeah, website. And uh, the comments we've had on that has been absolutely... Now, uh, I was expecting maybe at least half of them to say, call this art. Who's <laughs> like, a to me, you might as well take a picture. You know, yeah, I've heard so many times before. But not one of them did, did they? No. Everybody on that site, you know, gave the really nice thing to say. Now, what can you say? How do you... How do you... How's, how do you
1: yeah, how do you say do you that's not art? That? Yeah, exactly. Good. Well, um... I think we'll call it a day there. Yes, I'm Not sorry folks, we've been a bit a uh, bit serious this week. No, I say we <laughs> I feel very motivated and strong actually coming yeah. out of this podcast. I hope you all do too. And uh so happy Boxing Day everyone. Yes and uh and we, we'll actually see everybody in the new year won't we see we'll be back in the new year because our yeah our next podcast is the second second of, of january january gosh it'll be new year so happy new year everyone 16 yes yes that's, yes 2015 <laughs> oh you is said it 16 have i jumped to you oh, you know
0: why i'm doing that because i'm working now in 2016, 2016 projects uh,
1: <laughs> no, no not there yet
0: by god you've got a you've got a great year ahead of you folks Great year ahead of you, some fantastic stuff coming in, what's already in. It, it's just got. To, Steve's got to get his got finger to, out. Got it. Got to process
1: more. it all now. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, great. Okay, good. So um, we'll uh, see you all next week. Keep your questions coming in. Keep your comments coming in. Um, visit our website, colinbradleyart.co.uk, If you're not a member, um, check out the blog. Uh, we mentioned carbons earlier. You can get the trace down pack of five graphite carbons off our store if it's something you're interested in uh, and can't get locally. We sell it ourselves, and that's the same with the graphite pencil set. With the HB, uh, the B and the F. That's That's right. right. Yeah. So there's three pencils in that pack. Just worth plugging that too. Okay. That's it. That's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy (laughs) your week.